0: Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 36 of Nintendo Noise Flip Screen Games' weekly Nintendo podcast. I'm your host, Steve Radford, filling in for Pete, and I'm joined, as always, by my very good friends and co-hosts. Mr. Chewy Plays. Hello, hello. And joining us once again, the wonderful Sierra Plus Ultra. Hi. How you doing, everyone? <laughs>
1: Great. That was such a you?
2: like Kirby high right there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't do the Kirby voice.
2: It's so high. I I could as a kid, but then you know your voice changes and you just can't anymore. Yeah.
1: it's like a it's like a frog noise. It's like in the pocket of your throat. You know.
0: <laughs> it's, <hard.
1: laughs>
0: it's almost like on the same level as Toad. Of of like I can oh, I can like quite no. get there with <laughs> the, toad. the toad screech but I can't quite make it.
2: <laughs> I every once in a while I have to turn on toad
0: covers whatever song.
1: Oh yeah, for the culture.
0: <laughs> yeah. Toad doing Have you heard those? Like ra ra Rasputin? <laughs> by um by boney m was the funniest for me because it's like this russian <laughs> song and it just seems so fitting for toad it was just so funny <laughs> when i saw that i was just like cracking up
2: <laughs> i love those <laughs> i can watch them for too long
0: <laughs> so this week we're going to talk about Splatoon 3 and it's uh a release date we finally know when it's coming out uh and and mario movie got delayed Maybe it was because Chris got Chris Pratt got cancelled. We'll find out. Um, Definitely. <laughs> but before that, I just need to do a little bit of housekeeping. So thank you very much to our Patreon producers for the month of April. Um, and they are, of course, Christian Oliveria. Christopher Valenz, Gabriel Hasselmeyer, a.k.a. Sobe, Mary Berry, Smilky Shake, Wakahula, and Zadia. Thank you very much for your support. We couldn't do this without you. Uh, and if you want to support us, the best way to do that is over on Patreon. You can get access to One More Thing, our uh, exclusive Patreon podcast where we just talk about nonsense. This week we spoke about, I don't know if you've listened to it yet, Sierra, moody band photos. I saw your ba- your, your new band promo pictures and I was like pete why is it that every band no one smiles and they all look so serious
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh i haven't listened yet but i can i can i can answer that oh like yeah people just just it's an aesthetic thing It's uh, it's like a it's like an attitude image thing we like we try to get smiley ones too but they're either like Not as good as the serious ones, or we like forget to get them, and we're just like standing there in a room, like, (laughs) okay, time to get our picture. (laughs) And we're just like in and out.
0: (laughs) It wasn't just you, like, smile. (laughs) Everyone, everyone does it, I think. And Pete was like, oh, yeah, but our band has like a different vibe. They're just like a goofy band. And I think it like, goes with the fact that his band's name is named after like a pun or a joke thing mm-hmm. that like Joe Biden accidentally misspoke or whatever. So like that's their vibe. <laughs> but I can get that like more serious bands like yours would be kind of just like, you know, got to have the stern look. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's what we spoke about over there along with a bunch of other stuff. Um, so you can go check that out. Uh, but if you want to write into the show or join our Discord or get involved in other ways, just head over to our website, flipscreen.games.com. And you can find out everything and everywhere we are there. Uh, Sierra, as your guest, where can people find you at the top? Uh
1: oh, I'm on Twitch as Sierra Plus Ultra, as well as on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, TikTok and YouTube. I'm, I'm, I got I a, got a little bit of stuff on YouTube. Nothing, nothing crazy.
0: <laughs> I think there's um, that that was it that Mario game that we played with uh, AJ. Yes, up on, up yep. on YouTube.
1: That whole VOD is up there. A deep cut from the vault. (laughs) It's a good
0: one. Awesome. Well, as I said, uh, we're going to talk about Splatoon 3. Uh, We got a a new trailer this week, uh, which showed off a bunch of the Turf War gameplay. Uh, And in that trailer, they also revealed the release date of September 9th, 2022. Um, so the new trailer showed uh at one of the new stages, Eel Alley. And um, we also got a first look at the the stringer, which is there like it's like a bow and arrow that shoots um which shoots like sideways and vertically at the same time. But there's like a bunch of cool stuff in the trailer, right? Like you the fact that you started in the air and then like positioned yourself on the map where you wanted to go. Uh it was okay. very, very cool. Um Chiu, I know you're like our Resident Splatoon pro <laughs> pro player. What did you make of what did you make of this?
2: Uh it's pretty awesome I'd say. I think the big thing this felt like it was very it meant to highlight the new specials because I think that's the big difference that we're going to get with this game. There's some like little technical aspects I noticed um that are probably, like, more deep in the weeds for players who are going to be playing for thousands of hours (laughs) and competing, you know? Uh, But as far as, like, this one goes, it was definitely focused on the new specials. I think they showed eight of them or so, and I don't even remember them all (laughs) at this point. Um, But everybody would die. They'd switch over to another person to show off whatever their special was. And I think... Why this is big specifically in like the competitive community is because Splatoon 2 is a very like special oriented competitive game right now where people are really just trying to build their specials and coordinate them to win, you know, whatever their, uh, the, the game is right. They're just putting them all together, making it work so they can defeat everyone. And, uh, oh, Complete the objective that's the, uh, the the word I'm looking for here um it's and it's like okay right now. I think what where we've landed is that the specials have been like a little bit too powerful um and some of them are kind of useless actually. splash down as much as you love it. At that high level, it's getting shot out of the air every every single time. I I still have not
0: figured out how to shoot it out of the air, but every time it happens to me and I'm in the air and it gets shot out of the air, I get so mad and so annoyed that someone's been able to do it. (laughs) But I'm at that point now where it's matchmaking me against players who just know exactly how to shoot it out of the air every single time. And I think it must depend on the weapon, Mm -hmm. right, with the range. Because some of them, I always use the sploosh There's no way I can reach it.
2: Oh yeah, that one's got too much of a spread and it doesn't shoot very far. So there most people are going to be able to, you know, get you with that one, but yeah, uh these specials, they seem very different. There's one that they highlighted that I'm like, I don't know how that's going to work, but it was basically like the enemy team would keep shooting at it and it would suck up like a vacuum all of the ink that was going towards you <laughs> and then just like shoot out as a huge blast. And I was like Nobody's gonna shoot at that thing. Why? Why would you? <laughs> yeah. That's, that sounds dumb. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, it, it just seemed to highlight all the specials and stuff, uh, which is good. Uh, the, the one thing that we haven't really seen, though, thus far in this game, is the ranked modes. Like they've shown off turf. They've shown off that there's going to be a story, a new story mode, and they've shown us uh, the salmon run mode. And so it's making me wonder like, oh, I wonder if there's going to be any new um ranked modes because Splatoon 2 did introduce clam blitz. Uh, that was the after, the were fact, though, right? It wasn't at,
0: wasn't at launch.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't out at launch, so it was uh, updated into it later. I imagine they'll still have uh Splat Zones, the the base mode, I think and still kind of the most popular much more like competitive play. Yeah. Uh tower control and rainmaker tend to be a little less popular in um in ranked mode, like real competitive teams because they're they're too easily defeated by one special, the Stingray. Like that's just like a, a run stopper for both of those. Whereas the other two you got a little bit more leeway with some of the other specials. But yeah, I mean Outside of that, I'm like just wondering where the ranked modes are. We got new music, we got new gear, we got cool new like ending screens. Once you win, I it's saw how that. Yeah, like, pops up one at a time. I,
0: <laughs> I really hope that you can. Cu- it looked like you could customize like the placards that are underneath you as well. Like every single yeah. one on the like victory screen seemed to have like a different color or a different design, and you could like change. I'm hoping you can change the patterns or like choose what brand of clothing you want to like a- align yourself with. Because there was always that cool cool thing with splatoon how everything's like ingrained and integrated into the world like Grisco, you're going to get a job Mm -hmm. at like Grisco to do salmon run and like you get rewarded with the it's like as payment all the clothing has like different branding and stuff so i really hope that that is some kind of integrated in some way
2: yeah yeah it seems like you know a lot of people tend to know this studio is like, oh, it's the Animal Crossing team. It's the Splatoon team. They they do they make the same games and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, they're, they're very big development teams that have a bunch of different people with some shared across, right? But you definitely see some of those inspirations with like the placards in general. It looks like we're getting titles kind of similar to uh, Animal Crossing. And I think... A lot of Nintendo games have been kind of doing that lately. I uh, I know not too many people picked up uh, Big Brain Academy, for example. Mm. But in that game, like as you play, you'll unlock new little titles uh, for your for your character. They're pretty cute. Um, and then what what other one had this recently? I think, didn't that I, noticed, I don't remember. Like that? Um, I'm trying to remember if WarioWare where did. I'm not sure. I, I don't recall. I had another one in mind, but yeah, Splatoon seems to be adding that as well. And I'd say the one thing that I'm like really wondering what it means is all of those little placards had like a four digit number on it, kind of like, you know, your Discord username at the end has a little identification number thing. And I'm like, oh, what's that all about? Because the big thing that I'm hoping with this one is they they improve the online matchmaking so that you don't have to be friends with somebody to invite them to a game online. Um, Like, that's true across the board. Like, even if you're playing in a tournament or something, you'll have to, like, add somebody's friend code before they can actually see you pop up in a lobby Mm. in a private battle. So that's one thing I hope but
0: it'd be nice I, know, I kind of, of I kind of assumed that that was like a, a rank number like a, in some kind of global leaderboard but it's too small oh, yeah. of a number isn't it in order to, for that to be the case I would imagine I don't know yeah
2: yeah I'm not sure at all because uh, the only time you ever really see uh, and you don't even see the the full number right now in Splatoon 2 but when somebody is in like the top 500 for any ranked mode they have a little crown icon a a little special icon that shows up on their names uh but outside of that like you don't really see anybody until the end of the month uh if they're not in like the top 10 or something i think you can see Mm -hmm. the top 10 players which is like who's gonna get that it's everybody from japan basically (laughs) um but yeah at the end of the month the whole rankings pop up and i think they put up like the top 500 players there
0: okay interesting sierra what's your take on on this do you are you a splatoon fan at all have you ever played this game
1: played splatoon still i've been meaning to it's just y'all know how it is there's so many games but like i was thinking i would pick up one of them before uh three drops and if i don't i think i'll i think i'm gonna just get it regardless I think that's the, the move, trailers. to be honest. I, yeah.
0: I I would skip one and two and just like go straight mm-hmm. in with three at this point. Um unless right. you really Perfect. wanted to play the single player mode. I don't think Splatoon mm-hmm. 2 single player is that great, but we'll get on to it. I've been playing some of the Octo expansion. That seems uh, solid so far.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, I uh I like f- just in general like like games like that like like where you know you plan a team and uh, it's dependent on uh like like shooting things like I've never been good at that but like I like I feel like this is like you know a really fun game I could play with friends I think it's you know like all of the you know the different abilities you can use look really fun to 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 play with so i'm you know definitely looking forward to giving it a chance in september like at the very least i i know it'll be fun like i certainly have had y'all like talking up plenty to me like to <laughs> enough to sell me on it whereas before i would just kind of look from a be like oh, you know you know might be nice like party game sometime but um i definitely feel like uh the trailers um have been getting me really excited for it and I think it'll be really interesting to dive into, like, the Turf War stuff, which is how I, like, I've always known Splatoon to be, like, that gameplay. Like, I've, I'm have i familiar with, like, this, the, you know, the the story modes, but for the most part, like, that's how I've always understood the game to um, be played by friends, you know, those uh, multiplayer modes and whatnot.
0: I think Turf War's really where I spent the majority of my time in the game. It was so nice at, like, the end of the day to just play two, three rounds of turf war because you know exactly how long they're going to be. You've got, like, three minutes. You can just quickly go in. You can just, like, play a few matches. If you're bunched in with a bunch of people that you don't like, you can hop out and hop into another lobby, and, like, there's no kind Mm -hmm. of stress. And because it's, it's just, like, painting the ground, there's no real... Like you can contribute even if you're not very good at like aiming or shooting people or like that. There's always some like you're there, you're doing something. If you spot a piece of ground that's clear, you can color it in. If you put spot some of the enemy's ink or in your in your turf, you can cover it up. And I think mm-hmm. it's like one of the most accessible shooters in that regard, just because you don't have to be like constantly twitching on the sticks in order to be or gyro if you're in chui's case um you constantly have to be like chasing after someone if you don't want to there is always a way for you to contribute which is which is great for sure yeah
2: yeah and i think also with this it's like even with the competitive modes like there's not any mode that's strictly focused on like kills or splats as they call them in splatoon right like it's all objective based at any given time so i think yeah you find the mode that clicks with you most people click with rainmaker pretty quickly um kind of the easiest mode to explain outside of splat zones where you just have to get this big gun to the other side of the field (laughs) the the other side of the map um So, and it's, it's exciting, you know, and I don't know, I I think it's definitely, I'm in that same scenario where I just like, don't play shooters outside of this. I played this at my brother's place on, I played the first one on Wii U. Uh, I didn't have a Wii U at the time, but I was just like visiting my brother, uh, played so long that night. Drove in my car, and I could—I was just like envisioning paint going everywhere uh-huh. as I drove. <laughs> so it just like stuck in my mind, and I went back uh, home, and I was just like, "All right, I'm getting a Wii U I was waiting till Animal Crossing on the Wii U, which it didn't happen, but Splatoon—that that's what sent me over, and I got yeah. one for that.
0: This was the yeah. game that sold. This as- was the game that sold you on a on a Wii U then.
2: Yeah, yeah, this was it. I kind of, I I kind of wish I got one sooner because I took off that little Animal Crossing Plaza thing before I got my Wii U, and I've never, I can't download it at all. Uh, Oh, that sucks. It's gone from existence. My brother's Wii U does have it, which I think is in my nephew's hands now. So I do occasionally go over there and just like turn that on just to take a look. but yeah, like this, this was the game that got me a Wii U. It's the one that started it all, right
0: there. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. really looking forward to this. I, and we now know that the, like, they've given I think a bit more info in the, the description for the trailer for the single player story mode. You're back again, joining Agent Three against the Octarians. Apparently, you're in a mysterious place called Alterna. And the fuzzy ooze. So I'm looking forward to finding out what the, what the hell I any mean, of that means. Um, and they've started showing yeah. off a bunch of um, a bunch of weapons over on their Twitter accounts as well. So like the first one was um, this ink vac. I don't know if this was the one that you were talking about, Chewy, where um,
2: it like yeah, it kind of sucks up it all sucks the pain, up all the, the ink. Off of, that yeah, shooting.
0: and then like shoves it over to their side. I can't tell. I I, I think it sucks up the paint that they're splatting down. From what I can tell, and then like moves it so like it clears out the ground, which is cool. It's kind of like a double whammy; like it's clearing their ink off of your side, and then also like splatting out color on their side of the map. Um uh, mm-hmm. It looks slow though. Like this is similar to like the the splatling gun in terms of speed. Like you'll be there for a long time, charging that thing up in order for it to shoot. But it looks really cool. I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. some more of that. I'm looking forward to seeing some more of the gear and also some of the the maps that are coming over. Um, and I was curious, like, uh, what do you want to see come over from Splatoon and Splatoon Two? And what are you hoping is, like, new? Because I've put together a bit of a list of maps that I absolutely want. There's, like, five maps I 100% want. And there's two from Splatoon 1 that never made it into Splatoon 2 that I always loved the look of that I really want to play. There's a Mahi Mahi Resort and the Museum D'Alfonso.
2: Yeah, those are very popular maps. Mahi Mahi, a little bit less. I personally liked it more than the museum, though. That was one of my favorites. Um, There's a lot of points where you can fall into the water in that one. (laughs) People don't tend to like those maps, but I've been a fan of them. Um, Yeah, both of those are fan favorites for sure. From Splatoon 1, there's also... Oh, shoot. What's it called? Like Flounder Heights or Mm -hmm. something. That one... I always hated it I was glad it was gone but I guess a lot of people want it back but I think in general the Splatoon community they've learned their lesson because we got Moray Towers in Splatoon 2 and that one was like that was a meme level to everybody who played like they all just said they loved it. I'd be okay if that didn't come
0: over yeah no one likes that map.
2: Nobody likes it. Nobody actually likes it, but it was the most <laughs> popular, so they brought it over and we were like, oh What have God. we done? Why have we lied to Nintendo like this? so yeah. In reality, nobody likes that level. They won't want it gone. So we're we're all just hoping that one's gone forever. Nah, you
0: know that one's gonna be the one that's on like the cover picture. That's the one that's like in heaviest rotation. I don't know why they seem to love that map so much. It's genuinely not a good map, but the other ones yeah. I really want to come over from Splatoon 2, Arowana Mal, I love that one. Um I know some okay. people don't None really like the it. Splatoon one. Um The Walleye Warehouse, Port Mackerel, Shellendorf Institute, and the Macomart Mart. I love I love those uh, ones.
2: I hate Shellendorf. That's my least favorite. Why? What's wrong with <laughs> Shellendorf?
0: I love the fact that you can like camp upstairs and just like shoot down if you want to. <laughs> Uh, I hate it. I hate it.
2: I I lose a lot on that one. I just can't. I can't play that level.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll play the, the camping strat, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think a lot of the ones you listed are actually, like, originally from Splatoon 1. Shellendorf is a, mm-hmm. definitely a Splatoon 2 map, Okay, but... Uh, But yeah, like a lot of those were redone, and and I think some of them were redone in ways that it was like, oh, okay, this does work a lot better. Like Walleye Warehouse had some huge problems in the first one that made it very difficult for for people to get out of being spawn camped. Nowadays it's a little bit better, but it can still be an issue. <laughs> um, I really like Humpback Pump
0: track, though. That's I don't that's like probably that one. my favorite. I hate that. Yeah. one. <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> that's probably though. My favorite. Like, yeah, like it just goes to show how how different all of the maps are. That everyone has their own favorites and their own ones that they hate. But everyone does equally hate Moray Towers. Like it is not good.
2: Please don't, don't let it die. <laughs> and then it's the it's the stage they pick for Smash. It's uh, it's all yep. over the place. Yeah,
0: really? That's it's the Smash map, is it?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the Smash. Uh, that's the Splatoon Smash stage.
0: Mm-hmm. How is it in Smash, Sierra? Does, do you like it there at least? Oh,
1: it's not a legal stage. I never touch it. <laughs> 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 that means like, uh, it's not used for competitive. So like, because it's just like it's just like a wacky stage there's it's like four levels or three four levels or whatever mm-hmm. so um i never get to play it on stream i've played it it's kind of it's kind of annoying because like when you think you've returned to the stage like you just fall through or like um you i don't know it, it's uh it's odd it's really odd and uh it's it's weird to have to like go up and down it's like you're playing chase uh Extra hard
0: mm-hmm. when you're
1: fighting someone on that stage because it's like you could you could try to camp them, but like they could still be like three levels below you, and it's just uh, not always fun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe it's maybe it's uh, even less fun in Smash than by the sounds of it. Like I, I don't know. I don't think I would. Yeah. I don't think I would enjoy it. I'm terrible at Smash at the best of times. I can't imagine playing a map where I don't even know if I'm on the board, and I just fall through. Like I right. would. I would die.
1: <laughs> Love the ones where it's just just flat. It's just flat. There's no tricks. There's yeah. no hidden nooks and crannies. Flat. Yeah, I was gonna
2: say if it's a Smash stage and it's not just like flat platforms, it's not gonna be one that people play <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> so another thing i'm i'm curious about um is the the strategy they they obviously went with with splatoon 2 was seemed to be a winning one which is released the game with kind of very little content and just continue to add to it and like even with like we know there was new maps added like some of the ones that i listed weren't in there initially i don't think era Mal was there at launch I Think that one came afterwards um mm-hmm. the clan bullets we've mentioned is the mode that got added uh, but there was like a bunch of weapons added as well. I th- the NZAP, for example, yeah. that wasn't in there. We've got three iterations of the NZAP in the game now. What do you want to okay. see at launch? Do you want to see them kind of do the same strategy? And like, Sierra, do you like the idea of a game that that launches with a little bit of content and then continuously adds to it over time? Like Animal Crossing obviously did a similar thing with like the patches and the updates. Or would you rather just have it all there and unlockable at the beginning?
1: Mm, that's a good question. Um yeah, real quick, I'm just going to say as long as it's communicated that that's what we are going to expect from like the the life cycle of the game, like everything's going to be rolled out over time, I'm fine with that. I think like uh yeah, as long as it's communicated like the intent is to like add like the value that you're like paying for at the jump like over time, I'm cool with that cuz like and then for, in the context of Splatoon, like I think I'm going to be so busy just, you know, getting my bearings on how to play the game mm-hmm. anyway that I don't think I'll even be it, for this game. I don't think I'll be thinking about that stuff really. And then it'll just be nice when it drops.
2: Yeah. I think there Nintendo does, has tried this out now with several games and I think it has worked for at least for me. It worked well for Animal Crossing. It worked well for Splatoon. It didn't work well for something like uh, Kirby Golf. Star Allies. <laughs> you know? Mario, <laughs> Mario Golf? Golf? I thought that was, uh, that was fine. You know, like, I am one of the few who still, like, logs in, does, like, my monthly ranked thing to get whatever the special thing is, right? Um, I, but, I don't know. Overall, not too much. Not as... As well as Splatoon and Animal Crossing, I think, but maybe it's because those games are bigger. There's kind of bigger communities around them that like re- really truly enjoy all of the new stuff that comes, and it ju- does change the game for people enough for them to, you know, just play more, have fun, hanging out with each other, and that sort of thing. So with Splatoon three, uh, I imagine they'll they'll go that route again. Um, I mean, they I feel like they haven't said anything really specific about their strategy with how content's being released for this game right so i don't know i'm kind of expecting that to be the thing but at the same time i feel like it works it it just like uh, it's i guess the best example i could think of right now is like halo at the moment you know the the content for that just yeah, it, it's just, like, not coming out as quickly as people have grown to expect with, like, competitive online games like this, you know? So a lot of people have dropped off, forgotten it, uh, whereas, like, Splatoon, it was basically, uh, Splatoon 2, I remember it was, like, every single month there was something new, something new to dig into, something mm-hmm. new to play, and everybody was excited to be like, oh, how does this change the meta? How does, how, is this weapon really cool, you know? Um that so, plus the splatfests
0: think- always gave you a reason yeah. to come back to the game, which was which was great because you wanted the, you know, the special stuff that you got from the the splatfest if you won, and then you could, you could you could take advantage of like scrubbing your gear so you because it was cheap and you could just you know get your chunks from your special splatfest t shirt the entire time if you really were playing the metagame. Um, I, I I agree with you. I think it's the right strategy for them to continuously to continue with that slow rollout. I just know Splatoon 1 obviously didn't sell as many copies as Splatoon 2. There's a huge market around Splatoon 2 and a huge player base, even to this day, that Mm -hmm. if they don't include everything that's already in Splatoon 2, like say, for example, my favorite gun is not in Splatoon 2 at launch, I'll be very upset. Because I want to be able to play the game that I'm used to, but experience the new modes and experience the new maps, but play it how I want to play it. But also have the mm-hmm. new weapons as well to unlock. Because obviously yeah. we're all going back to to Grand zero. Like you start the game with just a splatter shot and like basic T-shirt and nothing. And you like have to work your way up from there and you have to unlock them and go to the store. Again, we don't know if that's still the case. It may not be, but I presume it is. Uh, And I'm looking forward to seeing seeing more as they they kind of reveal it and unlock it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's funny because I'm on like the opposite end where I'm like, oh man, I'm tired of these weapons. Let me go and play (laughs) with something else. And I feel like... I've played the same weapon for so long. I've been messing with another one again lately because I was just like, this one, I'm tired of it. I just can't play this game like this anymore. (laughs) And so I feel like starting from Ground Zero is going to be a good thing for me, where I'm like, all right, cool. I don't have the same weapon that I know and love anymore. I actually have to branch out and learn some other things. So I'm looking forward to that for that aspect of it too. But I also understand like... Yeah, if you want some familiarity in what you've played and what you like, like, it should be there. But, it but would at the same like, time, like would, just let the past die.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's like going into Smash, right? And your main character's not there in the new Smash, and you've got to wait for it to arrive, like, six months down the line. Yeah. Like, you know it's eventually going to come, because it was in the last Smash, and they've said that they're all going to be here. But it's not there, and you've <laughs> got to, like learn again like learn the new weapon learn the maps like it's it's intimidating it can be intimidating i think uh but i do think though with everyone starting off at Grand zero again that's why it's the perfect time for sierra to get into splatoon 3 rather than splatoon 2 the matchmaking though let me tell you sierra week one of splatoon 2 hell on earth splatoon 3 is going to be no. even worse you're going to be up against people like chewy who's played like a thousand hours <laughs> of splatoon 2 but the game has no idea that he's an amazing player because he's just started the game so it thinks that he's haven't he's- proven myself to that game yet <laughs> so it's going to match it's going to match him up against you
1: <laughs> oh boy
0: <laughs> when you
2: stream it i'll warn you i'll be like oh that's this person watch out okay
0: Perfect. yeah and that's, that's the other thing right this is the first Splatoon game where it's all one region so it's not region locked yeah. there's no three SKUs of the game anymore there's no like North American version or European yeah. version or Japanese version so if I see anyone with Japanese writing in the game already I'm already scared because I know I'm going to get completely destroyed if I see someone now, now this can happen a lot more frequently I would imagine
2: when when do we find out Japan's gonna hate that, I'll tell you right now, because they, like, even in competitive tournaments right now, they still don't like the latency that exists with, like, players Mm -hmm. who are playing at really high levels and are all wired in and everything, but just because they're so far away, you know, like, they are just like, oh, yeah, there's a bunch of latency here, it's laggy, we don't like playing like this, so... I imagine they're not gonna like it very much <laughs> and probably a lot of top players who play at that level aren't gonna like that aspect unless the the servers are just better <laughs> I, I messaged you happen. you and pete the other day and i was like i played five games and there were four disconnects in in those five games oh like my god each four out of five games there were people disconnecting and i was like what is going on today why is this terrible so. That would drive me nuts. Ugh. And it only gets worse the lower level that you get into. It's platoon as well, <laughs> because uh, these are, you know, th- these are people who aren't like setting up their systems to be wired in to, you know, get the best experience out of it. They're just like, yeah, it just it like held platoon, held on know? the sofa. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how. How do you do that?
0: I don't know. I don't know how anyone plays that game without a pro controller. I just can't. I really cannot do it. I, I remember going it. to the spl- I can't do it. I remember going to the Splatoon Two European Championships and, and there were people there, just like in the audience, playing the game handheld. And I was like, Oh, okay. And then he went and played a match. Like he was one of the one of the like pro players. I'm like, How? Oh my <laughs> it was crazy like he was just watching his friend and he did this weird thing where he had like his joy cons like half into the switch so that he could like hold Mm on to it more like it was like halfway in like it wasn't like fully locked in and he was like holding it a really weird position you can do that it was crazy yeah i guess they worked like wirelessly it was like it was so weird it was so weird (laughs) that's weird Yeah, I don't know
2: how people do that. I literally, the, when the test fire happened, I had been on the fence about getting a Pro Controller for a while. I still just had the Joy-Con. And then I played with the Joy-Con. And I was just like, this isn't it. I'm I'm getting a Pro. The next day, I went out and got a Pro Controller. Yeah. <laughs> well, the next day, they were available because they were pretty rare at that point. So everything Switch-related was sold out. So it took me maybe a couple weeks after that. And then I was like, all right. I'm ready for Splatoon, just now I can time.
0: play. <laughs> Do you think we'll get a test fire for Splatoon 3? I would imagine we will, because they did one for, for Nintendo Switch Sports.
2: I'm going to guess yes. I'm going to guess they're using those new servers and testing things out, because this whole not being re- region locked thing is going to be... Uh, they just need to test it, so I imagine we'll get one.
0: I I I wonder if that'll be like uh, Mario Kart 8, for example, where you can choose to play in your region, but you can play worldwide if you want to. Like, I really hope mm-hmm. they go with some kind of decent matchmaking where I can like just team up with friends, go into turf war. I haven't got to like add them with a friend code or anything like that. Like, I can just play yeah. with my friends, and I don't have to worry about am I going to be getting in on time before this room closes? Like, it works in the ranked matches. Absolutely fine. Just let me team up with someone before I go into a match. That's all I want to do, rather than just like quick, yeah. quick, quick, There's like three spaces left in this room. Quickly join now! Like press A, press A, press A. You're like the honestly, Sierra. It's insane how bad them, it is in this game. You can't. You just can't play with friends on Turf War. It's just. It's not really viable. Mm-mm.
1: Man. And even
2: if you do get in a room with your friends, it it randomizes what team you're on. So you're you you won't, you're probably going to be playing against each other right. with that. The only sure way to play together is to get to B-minus in ranked modes and get into the league, <laughs> league modes. But uh. Pete doesn't seem to know how to do
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been saying since, <laughs> I swear, like 2017 that he will get to B-minus so he can play with us. He's not once done it. Not once. Um. <laughs>
2: He's just at this point, it's
0: Splatoon three. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think um, I think the elephant in the room then is obviously last week we had the news that Xenoblade Chronicles was coming out in July, when it was due out in September. Do you think this was a switcheroo? Mm-hmm. Like, was was oh, Splatoon meant to be out in July and now it's out in September because of reasons?
2: yeah, and I'll tell you the reason it was because I got the date right in our in our little predictions contest and they said, you know what? we, uh, we he already got the date right for advance wars. Might as well change another one on him. So that, that that's the, that's their reasoning. It's real messed up. They're listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> and they said then they got beef. Right I'm absolutely with fine with that, that no if they've way. got beef
0: with you and me and Pete can win the contest. Like that's absolutely <laughs> fine with me. No problem whatsoever.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, but I think it's like clearly a switcheroo thing here, because I was like we I think most of us expected Splatoon 3 to be July sometime. Yeah, Like after the same time E3 Splatoon or something. and
0: Splatoon 2 came out, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And I imagine They probably just had some more work to do on it or something. And then they're like, all right, Xenoblade's ready. Let's just push that up and switch them. And we've already seen like several other delays from them at this point. Well, a couple with Zelda, right? And then Advance Wars for an unspecified amount of time. So I think they're just rearranging their timeline. And And it's fine. Technically... They just gave us summer for Splatoon three, and September, just early September is somehow still summer. Yeah, <laughs> even though it's not for a bunch of kids going back to school who yeah. who love Splatoon. My nephew being one of them. Oh
0: no, I totally uh, didn't even quote that that was going to be gross. a thing. Oh yeah, I'm so yeah,
2: so a bunch of kids are gonna gonna be disappointed that they can't play <laughs> all day at launch because they're in
0: class. Where do you think this means that Pokemon lands, right? Because this, at the end of the year, the back half, again, is getting clogged up. Like, we don't know where Advance Wars is going to go. We don't know where Pokemon lands. Like, what do you think, Sarah? When do you anticipate Pokemon coming?
1: I think it's going to come out in, like, November. The l- I-, I cannot foresee December. I can't, like... It, it is interesting now that like you know I thought Splatoon was going to be like the the Q two heavy hitter and now it's like a complete flip flop. So okay. I mean I wouldn't put it past Nintendo to to release multiple like blockbusters within like two months of each other. Like uh, so I think that honestly I still feel so confident it's going to be November. If it's October I will eat my shoe there's no way like
0: it's crazy because there's two other big games that are announced for this year that we still don't know when they land bayonetta 3 and mario Rabbids 2 they're both oh
1: my god they're both due
0: out this year as well and i could see bayonetta being like a december game like let's just sneak that in at the end of the year let's get it in ready for i I don't know though because Smash was a December game, and that was like a big hit, and it like sells consoles. So I could see Pokemon landing then, but like I just don't know where Bayonetta goes. I could see Mario Rabbids being delayed to next year at this point, like along with Mm -hmm. seemingly every other big game they've got. Maybe Bayonetta gets delayed. Who knows? like maybe even Pokemon gets pushed. Like Arceus got pushed.
1: That's true. That's right.
2: Well, uh, I told you all, you know, PlayStation's got to acquire Ubisoft now, and then. You know, se- that literally a Mario seems game.
0: to be happening. It really does seem to be yeah. happening. If PlayStation's going to make a Mario game in 2022. I really that's hope wild. that happens. That would be absolutely wild. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine just seeing the like PlayStation Studios logo come up beforehand? It's got that, like little video animation with like Aloy and like God of War. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like woohoo! When like Mario appears on the screen and you're like, What the <laughs> hell is going on? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that'll
2: be incredible. Absolutely incredible. <laughs> um Yeah, I think I think Pokemon's probably safely in that november range i mean that already seems like the game's coming out a lot sooner than any any of us thought like that was a surprise announcement for us at the beginning of the year but this year is strange yeah 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 i think this year's really strange especially considering the last week we had with like a couple huge games getting dates, something things getting moved back, and I don't know, lots of rearranged things. And like, it felt like a Nintendo Direct, but like an unofficial Nintendo Direct with all of the stuff that we learned about. And we still, I feel like don't have a very clear roadmap after September, yeah. like September 9th that is Splatoon 3. That's the last thing we really know about. Everything else that we do know about is kind of floating. And outside of Pokemon, like, I don't know if Nintendo has another thing planned. I'm sure the, the other thing they had planned before was Zelda, you know, mm-hmm. and now that that's pushed back into next year, I'm like, yeah, I mean, Pokemon will carry a holiday for them. They don't really need anything too big there at this point, but yeah, I'm just wondering if they do have cuz I feel like we've gotten big October releases in the past. I think Mario Odyssey was an October release. Uh, Luigi's Mansion barely made it. I think that was
1: Halloween, <laughs> Yeah, <right>? Halloween.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh so, yeah, we tend to get some big October releases and I'm like, what's going to be in that slot? Who knows?
0: Maybe we get some more DLC because this, along with the um, the announcement of Splatoon 3's uh, release date, they also chucked the Octo expansion for Splatoon 2 onto the Switch Online expansion pack. And I, I can talk a little bit about that mm. probably in more detail next week once I played some more. But man, no, that should have been yeah. the single player mode. That game... that. That, ru- that rules it's compared so to the good. single players. It's incredible. Like, I genuinely don't yeah. know what they were playing at with the single player in Splatoon 2. It's so bad in comparison to this.
2: Yeah, bo- both Splatoon 1 and Splatoon 2's like, base story is just like... It- it's a little playground to learn a bunch of weapons, get a feel for what the game is and what you can do. But Splatoon 2's Octo Expansion, just like... That is... Challenging. There's so many difficult missions in that one. There's really clever ways that they make the stages and challenges. So I don't know. It's it's what I hope the next story mode is, and I hope they don't just. And I feel like we might get that out of the next story, just because like they do have. I'm sure they expect a lot of their install base to have had played the original Splatoon. Uh, on the Switch, you know, Splatoon 2, and are just, like, going from that to this, so it's like, they can do less tutorial with yes, their story mode so. and really just put in a challenge to it. Um, but kind of going back to your comment about them adding Octo Expansion and the possibility of DLC, first off, yes, give us Super Mario or Mario Superstars, Mario yeah. Party Superstars <laughs> DLC, give us a new yeah. thing, throw that on, on that, but i felt i've been saying it for a long time as much as nintendo says this is like the middle of the switch i still feel like this is the end of whatever the switch is now you know like oh, they've got to start ramping up yeah they've got to be ramping up i've not si- felt that
0: anymore since i've got my steam deck and i'm like wow look at the games that can be played on a handheld with like the latest tech I'm playing stuff like Far Cry Six on here that you can play on a on the latest okay, Xbox yeah. and PlayStation Five. I want to be able to play that on a Switch and like put a little mm-hmm. cartridge in and like play everything here. I want to see Breath of the Wild running at sixty frames a second per second. Yeah. Like, that's that's what I want. And I think I'm ready for the next Switch or the Switch Pro, even if it's just a yeah. tease or an announcement this year. That's like, oh, it's coming next year alongside. Breath of the Wild, whatever it's called, or The Legend of Zelda, blah, blah, blah. I could see Mm -hmm. them doing some kind of announcement. However, I don't think they'll want to cannibalize their holiday sales. That will absolutely come after Black Friday, if they do it at all. Uh, I I just, I don't know if they they announce that this side of Christmas, or if that's like a January announcement.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think, in general, what I'm kind of suspicious expecting Nintendo is moving toward is probably they've got like their B teams working on DLC for existing Switch games and their A teams kind of moving on to whatever big titles are for what's beyond the Switch and we've even gotten the news recently that they're buying more land to build a new development studio uh, around Mm -hmm. Japan as well so they're going to be building up a new thing and I think it's going to be ready in 2027 so like five years from now that's what they're aiming for so Uh, I don't know, just with them expanding their development teams in particular, I'm like, I think they're taking the Switch Online thing kind of seriously and going like, all right, let's make DLC. If people don't want to get online, they can pay for it. And if they do want to get this expansion pass, they can pay for that. Like, either way, they want to make money off of their games and their existing games, but then also have those bigger teams working on the new stuff as well. So, I don't know, I think we're getting... A little, a little hint toward that with this era of the Switch here. So, yeah, no, I think you're spot on with saying, like, do DLC in October. Do do some sort of package. Cause, and they have already kind of, like, lined that up, too. Like, Mario Kart.
0: Yeah, I DLC could see the next Mario Kart more come stuff. out. We're probably, I could see yeah. us getting one in July as, like, a surprise drop around that E3 week. Because I can imagine they'll still want to do something, like we spoke about last week. Um, maybe they'll be in with Jeff's stuff. Um or and then do another one in like the because 'Cause they've got what, six packs to get through mm. up until the end of next year, so there's probably three this year, three yeah. next year. Uh I could definitely see that. Get one out in Sept in September, October well probably October and November time. Um, that could yeah, really work. And that's
2: how they keep getting money off that game too. Like, you know, it's going to be packaged in with the switch for the holiday for the seventh year in a row or whatever it is. And then people are going to be like, Oh cool. They're, I can get more stuff for just like 25 bucks. Let's do it. Or oh, I, I reckon can get they, more stuff. For they check in the,
0: they'll probably check in a year of the expansion pack as well to like get your automatic subscription renewal yeah, the following true. year. Uh, mm-hmm. w- what do you think Sierra? What, <laughs> What would you you like to see get DLC? Obviously, Chewie's mentioned the Mario Party Superstars. What games are on Animal Crossing that we... Oh, Animal Crossing. What games are on the Switch that you'd like to see uh, DLC for? And do you kind of see this as, like, the future? Do you think we'll get every DLC moving forwards included in the expansion pack? Or do you think they'll be paid for, like, the Fighters Passes were in... Um, smash
1: right, that was my hope. Was that you know, by them announcing that expansion like pack or that expansion plan, that um, the that we would get D, we could get DLC through that option, and therefore, like, it doesn't feel like you are like spending a kidney to like get extra <laughs> games content, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. um, what's it called? Uh, I really was hoping for Arceus DLC. I really wanted yeah. them to add more areas to explore, but I don't think that we're getting that. Cause you know, as I'm playing the post game, I still haven't finished it as I'm playing the post game. I'm like, I feel like this was like what they envisioned. This would be like, you know, the, the full, full stop end of the game experience here. And like, I don't foresee them now. Um, moving on to add anything beyond the massive, the mass outbreaks. So that's a bummer, but that's what I would have liked to see for sure. And at this point, um, I'm really hoping that with Nintendo Switch Sports, they're going to add in more sports that you can play through the expansion pack or through DLC. Um, I think maybe, maybe the Smash stuff was like, you know, what they had planned as far as like, um like I guess I remember like uh you know that was before the expansion pass like you had to buy the the fighter pass or like the individual fighters and um, I am curious to see what that will mean for the future smash but like I don't know if we're going to get another one on the switch anyway to 100%. be completely honest
0: no, unless they, we're unless never they're saying, ever again. <laughs> I could see us never no again, another again. one again. Yeah, I, although you know, I never thought we would get n- <laughs> new maps for uh, Mario Kart, and we got them. So like, never say never. It could be that they're just it's like, true. here's another fighter pass, and now all of the other fighters are included in the Switch Online expansion pack. I could absolutely see them doing that. Like, if they're retroactively adding DLC now with the Octo expansion, there's no reason we w- we couldn't see like with the impending release date of Breath of the Wild 2, check the Breath of the Wild DLC on there. The people who didn't experience that, finish up that story, experience that, do the exact same thing with the Smash Fighters packs. Like, just let everyone kind of experience it because it's it's a rental like every time i open splatoon 2 now it's like checking to see if you can play this title same thing with yes. animal crossing because oh. it, it has to check to see if i've still got a subscription yeah bummer Well you mentioned um switch sports that's out as of this releasing that's out tomorrow how are you both yep. feeling about switch sports
1: I'm stoked! I'm me so
0: too.
1: excited. <laughs> I missed the playtest, so I'm like, uh, yeah, but I knew too. I was gonna. I knew I was gonna buy it. It's just, that was such a comically short window seven seven forty five p.m. <laughs> Eastern time. I'm like
0: what? you're telling me, try doing that in Europe. It was like it was oh, like right. two a.m. It was ridiculous. It was like, oh yeah, I'll just stay up to play this for thirty minutes at two o'clock in the morning. No yeah. thanks, I'll just wait. <laughs>
2: right yeah and you kind of mentioned too like they are planning on adding um the big one golf right later and it's not going to be out right at launch they're adding that later so i could see them approaching that game in this way where you i mean there's hundreds of sports they could keep adding whatever they want to it you know i don't think there's oh, a lack oh, of gonna,
0: content there they just need to add this year archery using the ring con. So I can tick yeah. that box on my predictions, and then I'll be happy. Then just don't need mm. to add anything else to the game. Then,
2: yeah, I mean, at that point it's perfect, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the, the window was so small. I think that I I could make it to one of them, and then I I just forgot, so I missed them all. <laughs> the the rest of the week I was just like, oh man, I got stuff going on. I can't play this thing. Yeah. Um, but in general, I, I'm pretty pumped. I like that they're they've got this little like competitive aspect to it where they're like oh yeah you can either play kind of casually or work on your score and become a pro kind of thing. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm used down for yeah. that. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it looks fun. I am personally a fan of their new little um sports mates. Is that what Yes, me called? too.
0: They look so good. I I just I I love they're them. Cute. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Their eyes they always are a bit staring. who wants them? <sighs>
0: <laughs> are you are you going to be uh using the leg strap accessory to play football aka soccer with this game
1: oh yeah yeah, for sure. yeah.
0: I've, got <laughs> I've got it gotta got got use well.
1: this ring fit gear i bought yeah, yeah i <laughs> to
0: dust it off because it's not been used since february <laughs> at least for me anyway it hasn't been used since february i don't know if either of you kept yeah. up with ring fit after that
2: i saw yeah. sierra on it the other day
1: I played today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm still on it. It's it's good cardio, you know.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I need to, I I want to get to the end of that, but maybe next February.
1: (laughs) I can't believe how much content they milk out of this very weird, flaccid storyline.
2: It's so bizarre. I just... and I heard it changes slightly in, like, the next couple playthroughs, yeah. Oh, there's not I think a new game can, plus, is there? Through. I think there's, like, two new game pluses. I think you can go through it, like, three times and have, like, a slightly different
0: experience So each come time. back in 2030, wow. when we've all finished this game for the third time, and we're, like, 40 years old, and, you know, yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. let you know how we're getting on. <laughs>
2: yeah ring fit 3 is already out we're still
0: playing the first one yeah yeah. well i mean that's valley for money like i I don't think i'm ever going to finish that game i'm just not
1: (laughs) it's so funny
0: cool well i'm glad i'm glad you're both excited for switch sports i don't think i'm picking this game up at launch i just i just i don't have a desire to play it at the moment i'm just not in i don't know i'm not in that mood As much as I loved the original Wii Sports, I never played Wii Sports Resort, and I spent 90% of my time in that game in the bowling, and I have bowling in um, the clubhouse games. So uh, I understand. It's yeah. Like, I I've had That's I've had true. my my fair share of what I would have wanted from from Switch Sports. Although, like looking at the trailer, there's like tons of things they've added to the bowling. Like there's one where there's like a tiny plank of wood and you've got to somehow like angle the ball to go across the tiny plank of wood and there's like mm. or there's one with like moving targets and you've got to try and weave in and out in order to hit a strike. There's one with like a yeah, hill. That- it's crazy mode those
2: look fun those look
0: really fun
2: <laughs> um funny enough i have like i still to this day have not touched the the bowling and clubhouse games or a lot of the other games it's basically like i play mancala ludo mm-hmm. yeah. and dominoes and then a while the, the uno thing
0: <laughs> yeah what is the so. uno game called they all have ripoff um, names like is just called Yacht.
1: Yacht. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: Wait, yeah. have a
1: rip off Uno? I never noticed. I, I used to play Clubhouse 51. I think it's Clubhouse, last Clubhouse. card.
0: Last card, that's it. Yeah. Last card.
1: Okay. And, and, and like the lady that's
0: goes, funny. last card. And like she says it. <laughs> it's like it's like it's ridiculous. Genuinely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's my God.
2: That lady's a queen. <laughs>
0: But yeah, I loved Mancala. Absolutely thought I was, like, great at the game. And then Chewie came on stream when I was streaming Clubhouse Games. was like, oh, I'll play a game of Mancala with you. He absolutely destroyed me, Sierra. Like, <laughs> I thought I was doing great. And he's just like... "I, and I, I, I genuinely, as I was playing the game, I thought, I'm doing all right. And then he goes like his bean comes along and just like fucking swipes them all out of my pot and I'm just like what the hell just <laughs> happened like I didn't even see it coming it's just like his brain was like five steps ahead of what I was doing at any given time I just I yeah I couldn't
2: <laughs> oh. Mancala was like a yearly thing for me like every Thanksgiving I would play for hours with my sister-in-law it was just a random game that would make it out of the little board game cubby and while people were in between like Scrabble matches and stuff I'd be like alright Mancala let's go
1: oh yeah it's marble time <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I'd love a really nice physical set of that with like nice glass beads I would really I've got some
2: I- I'm short on beads though I got it like used and I was like oh man we're missing some here so I kind of hey, want to just go get like a bag of marbles and. Mm-hmm. Use yeah that.
1: that's, that's the same thing functionally for sure they always used to remind me as a kid of Pokemon damage counters. And I think that's why I, I like playing it as a kid so much.
0: <laughs> that's like the, like, uh, the card thing game. to compare it against. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so before we round out the show, I just want to say that this is Miyamoto and the Mario movie is <laughs> delayed. <laughs> um, so if you didn't see, <laughs> he took to Twitter And after consulting with Chris San and his partner at uh, Illumination on the Super Mario Brothers film, they've moved the release until next spring, uh, April 28th in Japan and April 7th in America. Do either of you care? Like I just feel like I've got no connection to this film because I've seen no trailer. I don't know what the story's like. I don't like Chris Pratt as a person or an actor, and I just don't think the film's going to be very good. So that's where I'm at with it. How do you two feel?
1: They, they could delay it to, to 2080. I don't I really don't care because like <laughs> you said like I have no material like or physical conception of even what this is what it's going to be about like they didn't even do like a reveal trailer or anything they're like look Jack Black is in it <laughs> Just They flashing headshots in a slideshow like okay yeah, it was the weirdest um,
0: announcement was like here's a black and white picture of chris pratt and he's the voice of mario okay sure
1: isn't he cool like i'm
2: there i'm there for jack black i'm there for keegan michael key and i'm there for um, i guess anya taylor joy they're fine oh my god yes
1: charlie day that was what i was was like what's his name (laughs)
2: yeah charlie day (laughs)
1: yeah so I can um, envisage
0: him as Luigi. Yeah. I can't envisage Chris Pratt as doing a good Mario voice. Mm-mm. Yeah, it, Like it what is have it, been Danny like?
1: <laughs> so it, it? If you're you, right, if you're not going to let Charles Martinet do the voice, at least at least get Danny DeVito. But no, <laughs> mm-hmm. we didn't get Danny DeVito for Detective Pikachu. We didn't get him for Mario. Is there anything left for us?
2: <laughs> Nothing.
1: Nothing. Uh, I, I yeah, like you said, I can't, I cannot envision Chris Pratt as Mario. What it, what are they gonna do? What is it gonna be about?
2: I'm just see? surprised they they haven't like tried to make it a Mario Day release. You know, I thought if they if they pushed it back to April, and I'm like, why not? Yeah, March
0: like, could you bring it forward a month?
2: I thought yeah. we'd get a trailer on Mario Day this past right. year at least, but nothing, nothing came out
0: yeah so strange v- very strange also weird that it's not a worldwide release but like, i just don't feel like movies yeah. do that anymore Like 'cause because piracy kind of killed that staggered rollout because we'll you know when we didn't get movies and tv shows same day in the uk guess where we got them we got them on pirate bay and we still then did get yeah. them on the same day so it's just like just let everyone watch the film the same day that's, that's all we want to be able to go watch mario together uh, or not, as the case may be in this 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 instance, because I have no idea if it's going to be any good. But mm-hmm. we've had some we've had some good animated video game movies. Like I loved Detective Pikachu. I thought it was a great movie, and I didn't. I loved I, it too. I, I couldn't mm-hmm. imagine Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu when that was announced. So maybe maybe I need to just give Chris Pratt the benefit of the doubt, and he's going mean, to still
2: kind of can't. I feel like Ryan Reynolds does one thing, and I'm like, yeah, that's Ryan Reynolds. I can't like completely picture him as yeah. Detective Pikachu. i like, I still see Ryan Reynolds there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But... And
1: then Sonic, Sonic 2 is sweeping at the box offices. Yeah. I, I haven't have seen not, it yet. I haven't seen it. The, that, I haven't seen the first one. I'm dying to, but I have not had the
2: Uncharted chance. is digital now. I'm going to try to watch that soon
1: oh yeah i didn't hear anything that was explicitly like awesome about it did you guys
0: no it was just like that seemed to be just a meager release it was just like it's okay if you liked the game you'll like the movie right (laughs) whereas detective pikachu i'd never played the game and that was like a phenomenal film in my opinion i Mm -hmm. i had such a great time watching that from beginning to end i've watched it twice and i probably will watch it a third time at some point
1: yeah, it's one of the. the
0: what are you going to say?
1: One of the the three movies I've bought on Blu ray in the last 10 years.
0: Wow, you actually. I don't like own I think, any Blu rays anymore. They're all gone. I bought
1: a physical copy of. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I, to
2: this day, Detective Pikachu is like, that is what a world with Pokemon is like and should be like. Like, come on pokemon make your games
0: that's where <laughs> i want the games to get right we were talking about mm-hmm. when a new switch is coming can you imagine at the point when pokemon games like how good would a pokemon game look on another console that like, i see digimon survive like we spoke about digimon survive and flip screen games podcast this week sadly true wasn't there but sierra was so go listen to that and <laughs> it just looks like 10 times better than pokemon it, visually, in my eyes, and like I know that's because the footage they're capturing is on a PS5, and so I just i think, mm-hmm. like, how good would Arceus look if it had the horsepower of, like, a modern <laughs> machine underneath the thing? Like, it actually might look decent. Yeah. yeah. It's not
1: like, you know, we're asking for any Uncanny Valley renders of Pokemon. It wouldn't be nice if they were just, like... I feel like the closest we got to, like, really nice... 3D models of Pokemon was, like, Pokémon Tournament. Like, yeah. I think they looked really sharp in that game. But um, we'll see, we'll see with Scarlet and Violet, I guess.
2: Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think Pokemon just looks like they have a ton of cute official art that's, like, stylized differently and stuff. And I'm like, just commit to one of those things. I mean, like, Digimon's committed to its kind of more anime vibe that it has, and it looks awesome. And I'm just like...
0: Yeah, I there's a fi- there's an official the- like web manga now or web anime yeah. for um, Arceus now.
1: Oh yeah. right, yeah.
0: So like, uh, if the game looked like that or looked like the cover of the actual game, I would have been so on board. Like, it just that just looks like top notch.
1: Oh
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when you see, like, so many really awesome stylized indie games where I'm just like, oh, man, like, if Pokemon did an art style like this with Pokemon, it would just, like, it'd just look good instead yeah. of these weird kind of uh, kind of crummy 3D models they've been going with <laughs> thus far. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For me, it was less the 3D models in Arceus and more the environments. They just felt oh, so yeah. flat everywhere it was just like no textures like hardly any foliage it was just like i just want some more something a little bit more inspiring to look at and by all accounts scarlet and violet seems to be doing that from what they've shown in the trailers so hopefully that's like another step yeah. in the right direction but i yeah, would love uh, yeah i would love <laughs> to have like a studio like monolith just come in and just be like right we're taking pokemon we're gonna do the next one and this is and they just run with it and they just do something phenomenal
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been revisiting Xenoblade Chronicles, and I'm just like, man, there's so much to this battle system, and I know it's, like, nothing compared to what Xenoblade 2's battle system is, too, so I'm just, like, kind of scared of getting into it, but also, like, it, it's engaging, it's cool, whereas, like, up until now, Pokemon's been the same thing forever, and they've been trying different things with Arceus, and it was fine and dandy, but... It, I don't know. I don't know how much further they'll take it into a new realm, without mm-hmm. like breaking the big competitive scene that they've built up at this point. So I don't know.
0: I think they just need two games. They need a game like Pokemon Showdown that has the like competitive. You just go in and you're mm-hmm. battling. You're building out your your deck, and you, you know essentially it's like a you're building out a deck of cards, and you're taking those cards into battle, and you're playing like with the classic battle system. And then they need these big open world RPGs that everyone wants, like Xenoblade, that people want to run around and catch Pokemon and fight them in an engaging, like real time way, like you can do in Arceus. I just think they need two games, and that's fine if there's two lines of Pokemon and it like diverges because Digimon's done the same, right? There's like
2: a whole lot more money.
0: Yeah, that's like the Digimon V-Pet games, that's the Cyber Sleuth stuff. We've got Digimon Survive with the tactics RPG and it's all totally different and it's all like different visual styles and it's like totally fine. I'm and I'm... I think my Digimon pets over there. It's too far for <laughs> me to grab. I have the little
2: Digivice Tamagotchi thing. It's cute.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> oh nice. Do You have I have what was that I said do you do you like wear it out everywhere and like get your steps in with the thing
2: I think I have to change the battery I let oh. I let one die oh, kind man. of recently I was like oh well right. I'm over
0: it <laughs> What were you saying, Sierra? Oh.
1: I have the Vital bracelet, the Digimon oh, I Vital want Bracelet. want one of
0: those?
1: They're only 60 on Amazon now. They used to be really hard to get, but I think you can get it like quicker uh on Amazon US now. Um, I had the Pulsemon one, mm. but I need to get I need to get more. I need Gilmon so badly. Oh um, yeah,
2: I wanted to get the uh, the Tamers starter pack thing that they yes! have. Yes, I That's want Terriermon. I, mean. I love Terrier. Nice.
1: <laughs> What's interesting though is like the the different evolution lines, like and and then keeping the the, the watch battery alive because it's like even if you turn down the the brightness, like it mm. really. Only lasts like eight hours, which is a bummer.
2: Mm. Oh man, I might buy one soon. They're so cool. yeah. <laughs> do it,
1: do it. Do it's, right uh, it's fun though. <laughs> I like so like to when you when you use the NPC touch point to to get battles, you can you can cheese battles with your Switch because it also has like an NPC thing on it. So or whatever NFC, sorry NFC reader, NFC reader. So like if i like no i'm not going to get a chance to like get a battle in like when i'm out running errands or like if i feel too shy to do it at like a cash register i'll just like touch my watch to my switch and it'll activate a battle
0: it's so cool. nice so you like you you battle them by going up to other nfc chips like it like say i'm using mm-hmm. like apple pay on my phone like instead of that i would use the bracelet
1: yeah, you can use your phone too. So you can cheese it with your phone. You can do it with the switch. I went up to a vending machine, uh, and got a battle that way. Nice. And so um cool. you're supposed to be able to do it at cash registers, but I I might have tried it once on tour. I don't remember. But it's like also so awkward to like be like <laughs> paying for like your groceries and then just be like
0: you gotta do it you gotta do it just
1: embrace it
2: just embrace that you are a nerd and you're here to play
0: digimon
1: you're right you're right you get one life to live and one life to play digimon now i i know (laughs) i've
0: spoken about it with with chewy but i'm curious as you brought this up totally unrelated to nintendo so apologies but if you're interested in this kind of thing then listen to our other podcast because this is the kind of stuff we talk about but do you remember sierra this thing called barcodes or whatever it was called. What was scanners. it called? Scanners. 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 And you had these, like, devices and you scanned barcodes and in, like, the barcodes it would, like, you would, like, find monsters and stuff. And, like, yes. Yes. I always wanted one. I never had one.
1: I <laughs> always do. I, uh, yeah.
2: Why is there not an app that does
0: that? Right. Now? There needs to be an I app. Know. Like, you could totally do it. Just, like, scan it and then, like, fight each other with the, with the fucking phone yeah. app. It could be so good. This, mm-hmm. this
1: was that you should have capitalized on, on the, the resurgence of QR codes with this. Yeah. And they should have just like programmed them to make battles happen.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I told you, make the show. Somebody out there with more money than us who can afford to do these things, make a show called We Have the Technology and make all these things from our childhood that didn't work quite well, but now that they can work well if we have the technology to do so just do that
0: please yeah i'm gonna drop elon we'll, we'll, musk a, we'll play. a dm now because he's the you know protector of free speech i'm sure he'll have his dms open oh, ready yeah. for me because he loves he loves that that's why he's bought twitter <laughs> but anyway <Of> <laughs> thank you both so much for joining me and 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 putting up with me being the host this week i know i'm no Pete, but you know
1: <laughs> but you are steve and and we love you and, and this was a blast so thank you <laughs> thank you for, for the hangs
0: before we wrap up sierra remind awesome. everyone where they can find you
1: uh, uh i am sierra plus ultra uh streaming three nights a week on twitch um tuesdays thursdays saturdays something like that it changes um yeah i'm, I'm on twitch i'm on twitter i'm on instagram and tiktok all those things zero plus ultra
0: awesome and you can find us over on flipscreen.games drop us an email um right into the show sometimes they make it on as main topics or give us questions and join our discord that's the best way you can get in contact with us um we're all over there on on discords chatting with the the whole community so yeah we shall see you all next time for another episode of nintendo noise